0: And welcome to Soupyart Radio. We have the pleasure today of being joined by Karen Bradley, who um, is an author. And before we get into her new novel called um, *Agnes and Bloom*, uh, we were chatting just before the the music about how you started this book. Karen, can you tell us? You were sailing, and. Did yes. I mean, how did you start sailing in in the first place? Because it wasn't something that
1: happened in your childhood. No, not at all. Um, when I was uh, in, in 2006, 2007, I started to uh, write down all of the things that had happened in my mum's life. Um, I actually got 56 chapters of different events. Um, and then I sort of put it to I sat with my mom for many, many weeks, months, in fact, to get all that together. And I but I didn't actually make it into a book as such. Um, then I moved to Dubai for work, and from there um, I went sailing initially in the Caribbean. I started off there, and I took my laptop with me and decided to uh, start writing the book because it, it was just the most tranquil and perfect uh, time to sit down and write a book. I actually took a couple of years off work. I'd worked, you know, like everybody, every single day of my life, all the time, running a business in recruitment. And after the crisis, um, which initially was a shock to us all, actually worked out really well for me because I decided, Decided to take a couple of years off then, having been through two other recessions, um, and that's when I was sitting in the the Naniki, um restaurant at uh, in Tortola, um, where I first opened my laptop and began to write out the first chapter. Wow! And when you were sailing, were you on your own? Was this? Um... No, no, no. There was a group of us. Um, I went with a friend actually, Jenny from uh, Dubai, who I met at the sailing club. Um, it was her idea initially to go. And I decided to go with her. That was my very first adventure of sailing. I've since sailed most seas, uh, the Pacific and the uh, Indonesian, uh, the the Arabian Gulf, obviously, quite a lot, because I lived there for a while. Um, And I used to get my laptop out, you know, and just, you know, knock out a chapter or half a chapter when I felt inspired. Wow. And I can
0: only imagine sitting on a boat with that quietness around you. It was
1: inspiring but when you started writing this book how long ago was that um I, I, well i actually put the i decided in 2006 um to write um, a legacy about my mother and it was only going to be for the family but uh, once i'd finished it I'll, I'll be it took me a long time to get round to that Um, I decided it was too good a story. And and when I learned about um, self-publishing on Amazon and all the other um, online portals, I decided, let's go for it. This is a story that should never be forgotten and it should be shared. And it's a massive inspiration for people, especially women out there and especially mothers. Indeed.
0: So to go into the the book, your mum was called Agnes. Yes. And... I haven't had the pleasure yet of reading the book, but I've read snippets and your reviews. Um, and this was—I mean, it—it it sounds uh, like a story of, of strength and courage and a tremendous amount of love. Um, it was a big family.
1: Yes, p- family of eight.
0: Family of eight. And well,
1: well, eight children.
0: Can you share a little bit of of the story of how it began? Because she didn't have an well, easy yes. beginning, did she?
1: No, she didn't. She was she was born into poverty herself, uh, with um, a widowed mother, my, my grandmother Rose. Um, five children. She uh, witnessed uh, the death of a little brother at the age of six. She was six. He was three. Um, very tragic death that was on the uh, on a railway station in Birmingham. Um, from there, she went into the uh, countryside during the war. We, we I only had one chapter of that, although it was a very pleasant time for her. And then when she came back, she settled into life in Birmingham, back in poverty, of course. Um, her mother was working constantly. Uh, very colourful character, actually. My, my grandmother rose. She worked in the bakery during the day. And in the evening, she would sing in the pub and entertain everybody with the, a, a soul sort of voice that she had. Um, and, and then it sort of moves further on to when she gets her first job. And it also goes to she was actually um, raped by her best friend's brother. Um at a party uh, where she got really drunk with the first time ever and uh, but, and she did in fact have the baby um, he offered to marry her but she decided she didn't want to marry him at all and decided to be a 50s single mother which was very difficult I was going to say um, that was then a eventually very
0: brave decision for that time I mean England wasn't it was, that yeah. far behind Ireland was, yeah. where I mean in Ireland it, it was almost impossible to be a single mother in the 50s and 60s
1: Absolutely. Well, it pretty much was the same in England, to be fair. Um, but then eventually my mother met um, a Belfast man who came over to, to work with his uncle in Birmingham and she married him. He was my father. The um, story goes on and there's, you know, there's, there's mainly, there's a few ups and downs and o- other things. Of course, I won't go into the whole plot and tell you everything because there's not much point reading it then. <laughs> um but uh, it, there, it it does have a happy ending, which is, uh, I think, everybody wants that happy ending. We, we have all the trials and tribulations and the adversity and et cetera, et cetera. But it does have a happy ending. And, and hence why um, I wanted to write the story to, to see how, you know, to show how people can be strong and they can get over all this adversity, you know, and just don't give up and always think positive. Wow. And she
0: sounded, from from what I've heard, an in, in the face of adversity, incredibly positive person.
1: absolutely yeah i don't think she could have coped and got on if she wasn't she she does have a lot of perseverance one of the things that struck me you
0: know we myself and dave grew up in in dublin and i think particularly the younger generation unless you are really into some of the marvelous uk um, period dramas we forget how very very different the world was 50 or 60 years ago um 70 years ago I, I know the story from my father-in-law was he grew up one of eight with no father and they had two rooms eight kids, single mother and um, the charity service came to see how they were but of course my, my great grandmother-in-law was very very proud and um, she didn't want to appear like they were poor so she scrubbed them up and you know and yeah,
1: absolutely. My mum did exactly the same. And
0: they came and then went, you know, you don't look so bad. I mean, they were literally, I mean, he would talk about sharing butts of apples because the butt of an apple was was a prize. Um, mm-hmm. It was a very, very different world back then. And I, I think, though, in, in other ways, um, there was a real community,
1: though, around them. You know. Yes, very much so. I think community is pretty much lost in, in our society today but even with the communities and the support, uh, we we all have our own thoughts and we ha- we have to deal with our own problems don't we you c- of course you can get help but uh, ultimately you need to have what we call now a positive mindset um to overcome these uh, adversities back in you know 50 years ago we didn't use words like positive mindset we just it was just one of those get on with it you know just yeah. get on with it that's how people used to speak then and pretty much that's what my mum did you know she got she got on with it she had to really she had eight kids and uh, she needs to uh, raise them and uh, she always says that it was us that kept her going and kept her positive uh, without us then she probably would have had a different life altogether
0: and i'm sure the eight of you as well have um, memories of how your mum was but you probably like all big families see it from different perspectives
1: so, yes, of course. Yeah. When yeah.
0: you when your siblings read it, how were they moved by it? Was it similar well, to well, those fact, stories? Yeah.
1: My my uh, my brothers said, you know, they're very proud of me. My sisters, all three of them cried con- con- all the way through me. Um, and most of my nieces and nephews, uh, as well as my own two daughters, they find it very hard to read because, you know, each chapter they just it, it makes them cry because they actually know the woman. Mm -hmm. Um, although I have had complete strangers message me and and leave reviews saying that they've cried up and down, you know, with the uh, trials and tribulations throughout the story.
0: And I'm I'm sure as well for those, and not to age us, but for those that are 40 or 50 years plus, uh, we can all relate to it because we know those stories. We know what life is like, you know, and it did not have the... I mean, I think one of the big things we forget is... In those days, it was very a need-based society. It wasn't just consumer-based society as we have now. You know, even Absolutely, yeah,
1: very different.
0: Even a lower-class house will have amenities, will have a television, will have um, internet. In those days, really, you were just looking at the bare basics. You know, if you had shoes, for a lot of people, that
1: was a bonus. You had hand-me-down clothes. Yeah, we had... Well, generally, well, we had a lot of that, and charity shoes. Which, you know, don't Charity always... school uniforms, you know, things like that.
0: But she managed to get you all through? You were all educated in various ways? Yeah, very much
1: so. Yes, we are, absolutely.
0: And I'm, I'm sure it's has been She, she
1: did a remarkable job.
0: An incredible strength, all of you. And have you all gone on to live... Um, fulfilling lives I, I would absolutely say yes
1: than... yeah I think my mother's positivity made me extremely ambitious from quite a young age um and I wanted to you know buy her a home and look after her which of course I did um for many 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 years and I, I, I have my own business in recruitment I've been doing that all, all most well all my life and I've only recently decided to uh settle down a little bit slow down and uh do some more sailing and do some more writing which mm-hmm. I'm uh, currently doing and so, uh, how did the how did you
0: get into the crew recruitment? Where did that come from?
1: Oh no! I just I literally got into recruitment at the age of twenty one in my first job, um, and then by the age of twenty three, I set up my own business and I had that you know globally so for the, all these years.
0: The go getter was was part
1: of your mum's education for you, really, wasn't it? I'm sorry, you crackled up a bit then. I didn't oh. hear that question.
0: You know what? We yeah, will take I... a little pause, Karen. I'll come back to you in a minute and we'll just switch <laughs> over to a little bit of music. Hang on a moment. So welcome back. Sorry about the interruption there. We've been chatting That's with great. Karen Brady, who is the author of the recently published Agnes in Bloom. Um, before we we finish off, how when you actually published the book... The big question I always have is: How did, or not even published? When you finished writing the book, how did you go and get it published? Because that seems, you know, from from stories, can be the biggest challenge. You've written an amazing book, and all of a sudden, uh, how do you get people interested in in publishing it? Or there's self-publishing now, so how did yes. you move that step of getting it out there?
1: Well. As, as I'd been an entrepreneur since the age of 23, I, I, it never ever occurred to me to go to a traditional publisher and, and ask somebody to publish it for me. Um, that only that means, of course, then that they own the rights to that book and, and to, to the work. And, you know, when it was a very much a personal family thing, um, I didn't even consider approaching a, a publisher. I, I literally uh, learned exactly how to um, pub, self-publish on uh, Amazon, which I did successfully on the 12th of June. I pressed the button loaded everything on put the cover in put the book on and uh then it was live um i'm going to be i'm going to stay on amazon only until the end of october um because i've entered the storyteller uk um 2019 competition which means you have to stay purely um with amazon during that period i think it's 90 days um unfair yeah to be honest well I'm, it, it's I'm, OK, because uh, it's, Amazon is sort of the number one um, in any event where everybody, I mean, even traditional publishers, that everybody will be on Amazon. Everybody that's ever wrote anything will be on Amazon. Um, and then at the end of October, come November, I'm then going wide. Um, I'm going to put the um, the book onto lots of different platforms, onto uh, Apple books and uh, google books and barnes and noble etc etc lots of different sites um, to get wider exposure but um, hence why i'm doing radio shows like yourself to try and get more um, more readership more people uh, recommend reading the book and recommending it
0: and this isn't a book really i mean it, it, i'm an avid reader so it, it appealed to me hugely and i as i said i can also relate to it having known the story of my own father-in-law but this isn't a book just for women. This is really a a, a life story, for yes. for anyone really.
1: Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I have had some uh, very good reviews from men. Predominantly women. Uh, they're the ones that you know are out there doing a lot of reading, aren't they? There's quite a lot of women all over the world. They just love reading. Some some of my uh, people, some of the readers that have got in contact with me, they read five books a week, which is pretty amazing. You know that they can get around to doing that. <laughs>
0: There was a time in my life, I, I could compare it, but right now it, it's stolen moments.
1: Um, yeah, I, yeah, me too, I wish.
0: Bless my dad, <laughs> yeah. he'll send me books, so, um, you know, but I have to say one of my, my greatest pleasures in life is still just going to a bookstore and, you know, reading the first page and the back cover and absolutely the escapism of a good story, but I think what makes yours even more real is is that it's a real story, It's it's not a novel, it's it's true to life of of this huge experience your mum had absolutely and uh, and what she achieved in a lifetime i'm sure you've all been extremely proud of her and it must be lovely to share her story to be an inspiration for other people
1: yeah absolutely it really is um
0: it may have been decades ago but human spirit is human spirit
1: Absolutely, yeah. It's a story that can, you know, it's, it's a today's story as well when it comes to the emotions and the, you know, the trials, tribulations of life and overcoming, observ- you know, triumphing over um, observity. And and perseverance as well, it sounds, you know, which... Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, I really. Think... A lot of perseverance. And positive thinking, you know, constantly being uh, on, on the positive side of life instead of being negative.
0: Yeah, I, I think that's um, an incredible lesson for us all since um, perseverance and hard work and on the foundations of love is um, is a rich life, even if it's not with money.
1: It still Absolutely. makes for a
0: rich life, doesn't
1: it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. Sure does. So,
0: um, Karen, before we let you go, you are not only did you write this book sailing, but you are going to be sailing again, I believe, before... And there will be another book coming from you before you finish.
1: Yeah. My, my, well, the book I'm writing now is my own memoir. It's, it's literally a complete and extreme comparison to my mother's. Um, that's why I'm doing it. I was kind of inspired to write it purely after I'd published uh, this first one. Um, mine is going to be entertaining. It's going to be a comedy. There are no ups and downs and trials and tribulations, not a lot of hardship either. Um, and it's going to be a comedy. So I'm, I'm very keen to get that out there. And yeah, uh, a lot of my sailing is going to be in it although not too much because not not every woman loves to sail like i do so <laughs> I, I won't i'll put some sailing in it but not of course or it won't be purely about sailing and um, does writing comedy does it keep you happy writing that it does actually it's quite it's quite challenging um in fact it's very difficult writing uh, for me it was quite easy but trying to write comedy um is much harder but that's something that i'm learning and, and have been learning and it's coming over quite well so far
0: well, you know, it it just shows another lesson of um, we should never put limits on ourselves because you never know what you can achieve till you try it, huh? Uh,
1: absolutely, yeah. Out there, you've got to try it. Ah, oh, wonderful.
0: Well, Karen, thank you so much. It was lovely to have you here today. Thank um, you very much. For those of you who wanted some summer reading, um, you can go to Agnes and Bloom, which I believe if you, if you go to Amazon, you're there. Yep.
1: Um, is there there's a digital version as well for those that yes, they, aren't they, buying yeah, a book i'm on kindle unlimited so everyone that's got kindle unlimited can download it for free obviously um and then there's the, the there's a uh, the paperback version if people want the paperback
0: yeah i'm i'm old-fashioned I, I love picking up a book and turning the pages i have to admit um, absolutely yeah but many congratulations. It thank It was you so lovely much. to have you here today. And thank you very much for having me. And, much appreciative. Um, fair winds and safe travels. And we look forward to seeing the next one when it comes as well.
1: Okay, we'll do. I'll get in contact with you again. Super.
0: Well, have a Thank you very much. Great mate. Day. Have a lovely day. Lovely thank you. to talk and you. to you, Karen. Take thank care. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. You have been listening to art Radio. We were chatting with Karen Brady Who is recently uh, a sailor and entrepreneur and has written an incredible book about her mother um, who grew up in 1960s Birmingham facing incredible adversity, a single mom of eight kids, and um, you can find this online at Amazon. Thank you for listening.